Welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live in gorgeous, stunning, really beautiful Seattle weather. It's very, very pretty. And one of the things I love to do here on the show is to interview people who I believe are on the leading edge of thought. And today I get to do that again and in studio, which is rare. Nobody comes to the studio. We always do it on FaceTime or Zoom. I had to dust off the red carpet, (laughs) roll it back out. We haven't done that in a minute, right? In a long time. Right. So gratefully, we have Karen Crawford, all the way from Ohio. Even brought in an audience for Yeah, you. thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Karen is a really interesting. Of course, all people are interesting, but Karen's really interesting because Karen is actually an ER physician who left her career a year ago to be an astrologer. So it's, it's so fascinating because so many people don't leave their jobs, right? They, they don't leave their jobs. And, and you're someone who put a lot of effort into your career to become a physician. How long were you in school? Oh, gosh, like postgraduate year, whatever. I mean, like, yeah, so four (laughs) years in med school and then four years of residency. Wow, that's Mm -hmm. a lot. You know, we have bachelors, you know, and master's. It's a lot of education (laughs) just to become a physician seven years out of, you know, just the regular academic aspect of, of learning. And and you loved medicine for a very long time. And I'm I'm sure you still do. Oh, yeah. I just, um, but you know, it was interesting because I just, I started feeling this shift in me and when I met you you were like you know am I serving the world more by putting in IVs in patients or doing (laughs) what I'm doing now and I'm like heck yeah girl like I'm so glad you're out here helping all of us so I was like well maybe there's something else I can do that's going to be helpful to other people in a way that could be magical and fun and fill me up full of life right and so astrology just brings you enormous joy a lot of things in the metaphysical world bring you enormous joy enjoy you're enamored by you love it you live it you breathe it it's part of who you are Mm -hmm. it's probably always been a part of who you are which is why people also loved you patients and co-workers it's true because I've I I can tell they loved you because you just brought your light into the industry Mm -hmm. you know and and that's an amazing place especially when you're in the ER especially during COVID I'm like I don't know how (laughs) you survive COVID as an ER physician I mean that must have been really hard you know, the worst part was before I got the vaccine, um, I would kind of stand at the door because I'm like, OK, 15 minutes, um, you know, <laughs> indoors. This is like my window. I have my mask on and everything. But like it was so hard because I love touching my patients. I love sitting next to them. I love being in their space with them. So I didn't want to fear my patients, you know, and it just it made that connection um, more difficult to achieve. But but it was and it was it was difficult too because I didn't want to bring that home to my family or right. um, or so, get sick yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. get my sick myself, and it ended up that my daughter got it in her high school. So oh, it was wow! Like, <laughs> so we were sick over Christmas. It was crazy. <laughs> so it was it was like a it, but in a way I feel like there's a, there's always a joy to the sorrows. So we got to hang out together and right. you know it, it ended up being fun in a way. So yeah, no, I understand completely. But it's so nice to hear a physician's perspective of wow, i got to hang out here at the door because we don't even know what's going on. And if all the doctors are sick, who's going to take care of these patients and intubate them? You know, because intubation is a complicated process. And when you have people who are really sick and in respiratory distress, you need to have your hands on, you know, people who've done it many, many, many times, get people on ventilators because that's what it was like. Oh, yeah. And and then, you know, think about asthmatics. Like we would just uh, give them two donibs and Solumedrol and we'll hook them up. And they're like, they're like, they go from like a wilted flower to like a shining, shining, you know, it's like, but then aerosolization, we couldn't do the treatments. Or if we did the treatments, we'd have to shut the door and like let it. Oh, because it, it would actually make it go out into the air and yes. affect other people. Every, oh, my Could you think gosh. about how, you know, contagious and infectious that virus was? Right. So like when we would innovate, we'd have to put like these little plastic plexiglass things down because you're like right in somebody's face when you're putting the laryngoscope in there. So it's kind of like. So really, it was the normal things we would do were so changed from our normal practices so to this, like, yeah. So it's just such a, 
and, and I'm, I'm so glad that we're at where, where we are me now, too. where me it's, too. you know, not quite as, you know, prevalent. People aren't getting as sick and whatnot, but me too. it was crazy, girl. Wow. I mean, like, you're, we didn't have high flow oxygen at my ED. So it was like, you know, you're watching people really closely. You get signed out from somebody. They haven't been transferred yet. And it's just like you're just sweating even more, <laughs> like sweating bullets so that you can do whatever's in, at the perfect moment for that patient and not a moment longer. Yes. Right. right. Oh, my gosh. Right. Well, I think the universe really wanted you to leave medicine. Yeah. Right. Because because yeah. you were maybe on the fence about it. Until yeah. COVID yeah. happened. And then yeah. you're like, oh, no. Yeah. No, oh, I definitely don't no. want to do this anymore. Right. There's so. And then that's the thing. It's like I think we get so scared to it's like the the cocoon is mm-hmm. it easy is it better for me to break out of the cocoon and become a butterfly or a moth or whatever <laughs> or is it better just to stay inside and so i think when we make that choice like i need to grow i need to blossom that's just made the whole difference you know wow yeah. okay, i'm so proud of you i i really really am and i i i love your story because i want it to impress upon others who are also in the same position who are afraid to leave their jobs or worried about their resources or whatever the brain tells us why we can't leave our job because there can be many logical reasons. The brain is so convincing, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. So convincing. But if you're not in your joy, if you're not in your happy place and you know what it is, please, please run towards it. Yes. Just like you did. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so grateful that you did. So astrology, we just finished two major eclipses. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. What signs were they in? Okay, so right now the nodes are in Taurus, North Ooh. Nodes Taurus, South Node Scorpio. Are eclipses always related to the nodes then? Yes. Oh, I didn't know this. So okay. here's the thing. So picture the sun, mm-hmm. okay? And then when you have a new moon, that means the earth is here, the moon is here, and the sun is here because the sun and the moon are on the same side. Okay, okay. So when you have a solar eclipse, the sun is shining and the moon casts a shadow on the earth. But it's not like a super big shadow because the moon's not that big. Okay. okay. So solar wow. eclipses are faster. It's not as, you know. Not as deep. Correct. Right. Correct. And then this, the, when, when the sun is here, the earth is here, and the moon is on the opposite side, that's a full moon, lunar eclipse. Yeah, those are the cray-cray ones. Yeah, well, and then, and, well, they're all kind of cray-cray, well, girl. Well, even in medicine, when there's a full moon, everyone goes, uh-oh. I know, but like, oh, it's not, it's, you can't see that in evidence-based medicine or oh, whatever. I'm like, yeah. no, let me tell you, you talk to the people who work. And yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even the doctors, I've heard that, is it a full moon today? You yeah. know, like, you know, because we're starting to get to the patients that we literally have to tie down, yeah. you know, or like, maternity is all of a sudden has a flood of women who are you know in labor oh my gosh yes 100 percent, 100 percent. so so then the earth casts a shadow on the moon and so those are longer um and so and so that's how we so what happens is the 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 earth and the so the moon goes around the earth right Right. And so there's a five degree tilt to it. Ooh. And so that's why we have something called the nodes of the moon. And so that's why, you know, every, so it's a two week thing. So you have a new moon and a full moon. And it's usually about every six months or so. Right. It's usually four to five a year, approximately. Yes. Correct. Eclipses. Depending on. And they're paired. Yes. Know. They're paired. Right. Right. Because, mm-hmm. because we have new moons and full moons every month. Like the moon is beautiful. That's how we figured out part of astrology is it's so regular and relatable. But then when we have these special things happening where this, <laughs> the, new, the new moon and the, and the full moon are near the eclipse or near yeah. the nodes, that's what's called an eclipse. Oh. So the north node is kind of like what we're working for. Right. I mean, if we talk about it collectively, the north node in Taurus, you know, we're all trying to learn how to embody. So right now the north node is in Taurus. Correct. Wow. Correct. And Uranus is in Taurus, too. And that's what's kind been of kicking us, yes! right? Or, and making it fun and crazy. But Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And so in, in the whole thing with the Saturn, you know, Uranus squares that was going on. Oh, yeah. And, those were crazy. But now, but here's the good news. Jupiter shifted into um, Taurus May 16th. Oh, so now it just have, happened. Yeah. And it's for an entire year. Yes. Wow. Yes. So wow. I think Jupiter is going to, Jupiter is a great, you know, um, benefic. And, you know, we think of him as like Santa Claus, you know, <laughs> what you want, girl, <laughs> like treat yourself kind of a thing. Right. Um, Love it. But it's, but he brings opportunities and, you know, and so, and so what we, we can think of Jupiter as, you know, helping us connect with nature, truly embody into ourselves, like, and, and really look at our self-worth, look at yes. our resources, that kind right. of thing. Because you know? it's also, uh, it's benevolent, so it can give you resources, more wealth. You yes. can make better financial decisions. Like this is it. I just recently put, you know, some resources in some 
CDs and things like that. I'm like, oh, that was a really good decision <laughs> right before the eclipse and everything. That was good. Yeah. Yes, yes. Ah. So yeah, so 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 with the with with the North Node being in Taurus and the South Node in Scorpio. So oh, in the Scorpio. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, right? So this is like super powerful. And so we look at the nodes as the karmic, the destiny, and in evolutionary astrology, your particular North Node, South Node. The South Node is seen as like a habit, right. um, a pattern, something right. that we something can to let go, like autopilot kind of a thing mm-hmm. when we first you know come in. Mm-hmm. And so when so my South Node's in Aries. Oh wow! Of course I'm going to be emergency medicine doctor, having crisis and stress <laughs> and strife, right? Like that, I get off on that stuff, right? right? I'm like, get, put him up, put him up. What can I do? Like you're a warrior, right? right. You're a warrior. Yeah. What's your North Node in then? It's always opposite. So you're always oh, it's a Libra. Str- so it's in Libra. Perfect. Ah. So I'm really here to be like, let's get our calm on. You want to be my yeah. friend? And and communicating yes. right deeply and softly and oh wow. Yes. Wow. So 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 wow. so so the karmic thing is to recognize, okay, what are my default patterns? Where do I just kind of naturally fall into maybe not the highest expression of this energy? Right. So looking looking across, looking to what we can grow towards, and that's right. what the whole, you know, the collective, we all so we all have an even though my personal North Node isn't in Taurus, I have the opportunity to say, okay, well, how can I really embody this as well? Because we're all growing towards it. It's not going to necessarily be easy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's kind of like the stretch, you know. It's mm-hmm. like the things that it's like whispering to you. I feel like collectively we are stretching, you know, like it, a lot's going on, you know, like we're there's a lot of division and it, it's kind of even more crazy. I mean, I can't believe certain people are saying things publicly. I'm like, really? You (laughs) just said that? Like, and they put it on CNN. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like back in the day, first of all, nobody would have a camera there. Right, right. And no one would put it in, in the media. It would, it would, they would just go, no, that that's bad. You know what? Crazy. We're not going to publicize this, but it is, it's publicized. Right. So fascinating. Okay, so the tell me again. I've already forgotten where are the collective nodes. So the north is in Taurus, I Correct. think you said, and the south is in Scorpio. So yes. Scorpio has a lot of drama. It's about the deep, heavy darkness, perhaps. Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, you think about Pluto. He rules the underworld, right? So when we dig, we can find hidden bones from something or Ooh. we can find treasures, right? Like it's kind of like, <laughs> like you don't know what you're going to find. No, ah. but we have to excavate. We have to, sometimes people think of Pluto, like you, his symbol is like a little cup with a little ball. It's like the crucible. Let's burn that stuff and see what comes out, you know? I mean, just like, wow. so, and we burn it in a, an attempt to rebuild something new, to regenerate, renew. It's like, it's like this transformation that has to happen through something really intense. Wow. Because, and in, in when the, when the world uh-huh. All of us. So the South Node is how can I rewrite my story of trauma and drama? Mm. Like, how can I own the things that maybe really scare me? Because Pluto's night. Pluto's dark. We don't want to look in the dark. Where's my flashlight? You know, it's <laughs> only this big and there's all this stuff around it. But the more we look at those things and we integrate those shadows and we work through it, the more that we can grow and transform. And and, and that's like such a, such a thing for the collective to do is to say, okay, well, where where are the things in our stories that ancestrally you know like sure. looking at like how was the united states made it wasn't made right. super great no. like there were a lot of <laughs> i mean why we s- celebrate thanksgiving the way we do oh. is really not healthy you know <laughs> it's like um we invaded and took over you know yeah. that's what happened right yeah. like and 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 i i think because we're starting to tell the true stories of things it's you know people don't want to go into that scorpion energy and pluto and go, oh, we did that? Well, yeah, of course we did that. Of course we did. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. that's Everybody just, like, pause, rewind, listen to what Marie just said. That was so smart. <laughs> Thank you. But that's what it is. It's yeah, like, that's it's what like it is. Having the courage to look at those things that are scary, owning up to what we can own up to, and then making a difference, changing things. Right. And, and that's what eclipses do because they all of a sudden shine the light into the darkness, right? Yeah. And that's why, that's why I love eclipses. Although I must tell you, when you told me, because uh, thankfully Karen's staying with me for a little bit. She's here for an astrology conference, so it's just kind of a win-win. And for those of you who are going to Greece, Karen is going to be my assistant when we're in Greece. So uh, you get to get to know her a little bit before we um, head across the pond <laughs> and, um, you know, be in a different climate and a different time zone. So, so I got a little scared when in the car you told me there is 
two more eclipses. And I'm usually very aware of eclipses because I like them. I like mm. change. I like the earth to shake a little bit, even if I don't like it originally. I like it. You know, like it always brings really cool things into my life. Um, but I'm a little nervous about these ones in um, October, but I guess they're ones in Aries. So, yeah, yikes. So, <laughs> so, right. So so the nodes, the nodes are going to start changing in July. Um, so we're going to move to uh, the North Node in Aries, the South Node in Libra. Wow. Okay. Um, now the signs, so when we, so every 18 months or so, the nodes will switch signs. So we still, so oh, the, so every the, year and a half. Wow, interesting. Yeah, so a year and a half, they're kind of there. But then, like, as they switch, they kind of, like, um, button end the other signs. So so in October 14th, we're going to have an annular new moon solar eclipse. So that means that the shadow um, that you're going to see from the, like, this, you'll see the moon blocking out the sun, mm-hmm. but there'll be a little corona. Rim. I love little, that. So beautiful. Yeah, yeah, so if you want to take a trip to Ooh. New Mexico or something. So you can watch it in you real time. It, yeah, we have to do wow. it safely because the solar eclipse, you have to be careful with viewing and stuff right. like that. But I think you'll just see, like, a little fight. But beautiful pictures that people wow. put up. on. Thank yeah. God for the internet, right? Because, like, <laughs> like, I, I can't get to Hawaii for that one. And it's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So. <laughs> So, um, so this is kind of like, and some people say like with um, eclipses, you can almost choose what you want to get rid of in a way. Like you can start cleaning your house or yeah. something like cleaning like your attic. So it's kind no of no like, wonder I've been cleaning the whole house. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, you know when you do any remodeling, right? Like, so I got new flooring. I mean, it's actually not quite done because we ran out of flooring, which was interesting. But then as we're putting everything back in. I'm like, oh, this upholstery is dirty. Oh, these rocks are, rugs are dirty. So I've been cleaning everything. Uh, I'm, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a little cray cray. So, so, so you can choose. No one has ever told me this. Like you can choose what you want to clear out during an eclipse. It, I think it helps you because you're in that energy. And now sometimes things might pop up. Like that's the thing about eclipses is it's kind of like Shazam. It's like, you know, new moon and full (laughs) moon on steroids. So crazy things happen. That's like the piece of it. Yeah. But it's also like if you're in the mindset of, okay, what's no longer serving me? Okay, that rug sucks. Let's get it out of here. (laughs) It's like you're already inviting like you're you're, and, and then maybe something happens in your external reality where like. Okay, this person canceled me. Canceled me for the third time. Okay, they're out. Right. I mean, it's kind of like you're in that mode of okay. So, what is my highest good? What can I? What's what are the ways I can trim the fat potentially or whatever? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I love that analogy. I just didn't realize we actually because I think eclipses are so powerful. But I always felt like it's it's like the wind. You can't control it. You can't choose anything. But that's exciting. I think that's extremely empowering. And yeah. And since the North Node is in, is going to be in Aries. That's even more exciting because that's such a pioneering spirit yes. that that could really, I'm, I'm so curious what it's going to wipe out for us collectively. Yeah. And so, so North Node, so North Node Libra, South, I'm sorry, North Node Aries, South Node Libra. Um, when you talk about this axis, it's like the gentle leader. It's like the, okay, I want to be a part of something, but it's still important to honor what I'm interested in and what I want to do. Um, and so kind of like figuring out that balance between the me and the we and how we can work together and stuff like that. So I think that's a great thing for us moving forward because it's, and, and again, everything, we all have Aries and Libra in our chart, but if right. we have a lot of energy in these charts, like let's say your sun's in there, your moon's in there, whatever, right? this could be a really important transformational time for you. And wow. depending on where you, because like everybody has like these certain milestones like you're going to have like a nodal opposition a nodal square you know right all these different things and like same thing with like a Saturn return right so we have these like built-in things that we all just kind of go through and depending on where your original chart is and how it clicks into the cosmic calendar is how that's uh, Christopher Renstrom if you follow oh yeah I've had readings from Christopher I've interviewed him several times actually I've met him person yeah oh my god I think it might be at Norwalk oh really oh is, is that the conference you're going to now Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, he'll probably be there. Actually, Christopher is so lovely. Um, one of my daughters has had many readings with him as well. He came to my book signing, came to Seattle. I know. No way. I, I don't think it was the only reason why he came, but he was present. <laughs> and it, it No, was, it's the only reason why he came. Yeah, okay, we can say he that. He knows awesome this when he yeah, sees Christopher it. Christopher Winston, very smart guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like his vocabulary. I'm like, Christopher, could you break that down a little bit? I <laughs> actually don't know that word. You know, he'll go, oh, okay, Marie, okay. 
you know. So. Well, he, he's a storyteller. He's a historian. Ah. I mean, he is just like. He's really smart. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. yeah. He's really lovely. Okay. So I have, I, I think for all of our listeners, I, I think people, um, whether they love astrology or not, you know, because it's interesting and it can help you heal. It can help you move forward. It can, it, you can find out a lot about yourself and it can be very freeing and very liberating. And I, I really think that most people, I'm sure you agree, because this is not a secret, but that people should really know what their rising sign is. Yeah. And so, so many people just only know their sun sign. Yes. Right? And that's such a limited perception of who you are. It's Holy such cow. a tiny part of who you are. Yes. And so, so to know your rising sign, you have to know your birth time. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to know where you were born. Yes. Right. Because so, so, it's, it's a mathematical equation about where everything was the moment you were born, which is kind of a blueprint of who you are. Yes. Right. And and I, I'm always surprised how many people have no idea that, A, they have a rising sign. Yeah. And they have no idea what it is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I find that shocking. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm sure because you're astrologers who like yourself who study you can actually help people even when they don't know that because you will know their moon perhaps uh, well you will based on their sun sign most likely well the moon the moon changes signs um every two and a half days oh, so depending wow. on where the moon is like you know you can look at a noon chart to uh-huh. see like okay the moon's like mid mid degree it's probably not going to change signs so you can guess that but whenever somebody books with me and they don't know their birth time i'm up front i'm like look I can tell you lots of things about you, but if we don't have an accurate birth time, yeah. we're not going to know these pieces. And I tell them what they are. There are people who do chart rectification. Right. I've had that done. Yeah. Unfortunately, the man who did mine, whose name I can't remember right now because he's got a complicated <laughs> name. He's written a lot of books on the topic. Uh, he was referred by lots of astrologers. They go, go to him, have yeah. your chart rectified. Yes. And so I did. And um, before that, I thought I was an Aries Virgo Virgo, but I'm not, you know. So oh, it was right, really right. shocking. I'm like... Oh, well, that makes sense that why I like the stage and a microphone because my rising sign's in Leo. Right? You're here to shine, girl. <laughs> yeah. So um, so it's really incredibly important. And in fact, a little bit later in the show, when we, because st- we're going to take some callers' questions, we are going to take some callers' questions. What? Yeah. I know. I didn't tell you. Newsflash. <laughs> hey, Ben, are you my backup? Hey, are you my, no, you're, you're on your own, call? girl. I'm off today. Ah! <laughs> I don't have to participate. Oh. That's not true. I will be here. So <laughs> if, if you're waiting on the phone lines or you're trying to call in, you know, grab your chart or yeah. at least know a <laughs> few help. things about your chart because Karen's in the studio and she can give you extra help and help you resolve things because we were talking about this in card because we both love medicine, you mm-hmm. know, and one of your best friends is a naturopath, which yes. I love. I love, love, love. Cause it, if obviously you love all forms of medicine and, and we were talking about how astrology and, um, the stars and medicine have always been highly connected throughout yes. all the ages. You know, doctors look to, and healers look to the stars when they were healing their patients mm-hmm. and what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I was sharing with you that, you know, just because I'm a novice, I've never studied astrology. I just happen to love it. Uh, when I have clients that are about to have certain procedures, I'm like, ah, no, not now. No, no, no. Can you wait two weeks? Can you wait a month? Or actually, can you go find another doctor in two weeks? You know, like I'm saying, not right now. This would not be in your best interest. Let's not do this procedure right now. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. So, so what, what can we do to prepare for these eclipses? And, and you're right. Everyone has Taurus in their chart. Everyone has, you know, I, I mean, like everyone has everything in their chart. But if you have less than three planets in like I only have I have a, a tiny bit of air in my chart. I mm. don't have a lot of air. So what do they call that when you don't have a lot of an element in your chart? Is there a term for it? Well, there's not so much as a term for it, but sometimes it can be that maybe you don't have a bunch of planets because you already embodied right. it from a previous life. Right. I obviously talk in. a lot. I'm like, I, Maria, yeah. I think you're lacking air, girl. <laughs> yeah. I talk a lot. I don't need any more air signs, right? No, 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 no. But it's like, <laughs> but sometimes it's kind of like, um, but if you have, let's say I have like six planets of fire. You have so much fire. I mean, not only, you know, what was Karen an ER doctor, she also is a marathon runner. She's a baker. I mean- all at once? That's impressive. Yeah. She's also <laughs> right, an artist. Totally. She's also <laughs> an artist. She sent me some of the most beautiful artwork that you've made. I mean, it's beautiful. Um, what else about you that we don't know? Well, you love astrology. You love, you know, 
the multi-sensory world. Obviously, you have a family. You know, you have you have a lot going on. Like you were just telling me that you were making cookies for one of your friends who is uh, going to have a special ceremony for their family. So it's like you're very busy, <laughs> but you have the energy to do all that stuff. Exactly. Right? And and so with fire, like the more you use your energy, the more you get, which is like the secret wow, sauce. Oh, I didn't. As know long that. as you don't burn out, you got to take care of your vessel, your body, and whatnot. But for me, like I would get depressed if I wasn't running. Wow. I would I would just be like it would just be like I just like to turn <laughs> off, you know, like where's my switch, right? You gotta wind me up. But so 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 it's important for me to express healthy fire if I have a lot of fire. Or I've met some people who have six planets of fire and they are just like out of touch. You wow. know, they, they are not the vibrancy. They don't they haven't connected to it because maybe when they were a kid they were too much and their parents are like yeah. You know, or medicating, you know, like we're medicating our our youth, you know, because Mm. we're forcing them to sit in chairs for six (laughs) hours a day when they could probably learn it in 45 minutes at home or less, (laughs) you know, because kids are brilliant. They're super smart. But, yeah, we're sending a message that Mm. you're too much. Right. Yeah. And so so that's why a lot of people need to do inner child work because (laughs) they got like an unconscious message when they were little. And we are literally like these little recording devices up to the age of seven. We're in the theta state. Right. And, and I'm like, okay, I learned about this after I already had my kid and I've already like <laughs> done the stuff that's generationally done. I'm like, damn it, I should have waited till I was like 50 or something, right? I would no, know no, so no, much no. more, you know? Because kids choose their parents, right? And, yes. and they know before they come here what's going to happen. They know what they want. They know what they need, right? Yeah. And and now you can even be this even greater vessel for your daughter, right? Mm. And, and she needs you always, believe me. I mean, I, I don't know how many texts <laughs> or emails or phone calls that I've received from my children since I woke up this morning. I haven't answered any of them at this point. But, you know, and they're all in their (laughs) 30s, right? So it doesn't go away. The parenting thing doesn't go away, especially if you enjoy it and love it, what you do, right? Yeah, for sure. So I I think we should take a little break, right, Benny? Sure. And then we'll come back and we will help our callers, okay? That's right, yeah. So it's a double dose of Karen. Yes, a double (laughs) dose of Karen. All right. 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll be right back with more from Marie. Benny, thank you so much for playing that music. I love Tina Turner. Love her. She's an icon, a master, um, beautiful communicator and musician, and I was so sad to hear that she passed away. Yeah, the queen of rock. Uh, I just love, love, love her. She's been a a role model for me because she's this healthy, gorgeous-looking woman in her 80s, Um, but I didn't know that she had had renal disease and actually had a kidney transplant about... I think eight years ago, her husband gave her his kidney. Yeah. He was the donor? Yeah, he was the donor. Yeah. Oh, my God. Isn't that amazing? And <laughs> so I'm I'm assuming that's she passed away from that. I don't know. They said she had a long illness, so I'm not sure what the, the deal was. But, oh, what an amazing creature being um, really a teacher for all of us, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. just an incredible human being. And, and now the heavens are lucky to have her. So yeah, yeah I, I miss her already. And, and I never met her of course, and never saw her perform live, but I, I think she is. Wow. What a gift to the world. Just mm-hmm. an incredible being. True. Good spirit. That's for really. Sure. Yeah. Very, very mm-hmm. aware, conscious person. Yeah. All right. 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manu Cherry show. Uh, do we need to provide or have our listeners provide you with anything information more than just what we normally do? I mean, we just um, ask for well, name. I, um, I don't have like my software with me to do like okay. a chart yeah, really quick. I, so, I so we're going to glaze over the top I can kind of wing it. I can yeah. kind of like... Right, sorry yeah. about that. I That's did okay. not prepare her for this <laughs> at all. I'm sitting here and we're talking and I hear the universe go, oh, you guys should, you know, read people together. I'm like, okay, great. And then, you know, so so Karen had no preparation, but yeah. you don't need preparation. Right. Oh my God. She's, she's overselling it's all me. all good. Guys. No. <laughs> because... Right? because you know, really good people who read are also very intuitive. They are. They have natural mm. intuition, I believe. Perfect. Yeah. All right. We'll take Sam, who's calling in from uh, the Seattle area. Hi, Sam. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Enjoying the show, and thanks for taking my call. Um, I can tell you that my sun is in Pisces, moon is in Gemini, and rising is in Cancer. Wow. You are awesome, girl. (laughs) Yeah. You get an A plus, by the way, for knowing all of these things about your astrology. I'm so proud of you. That's a lot of water. Wasn't that a lot of water? Yes. So (laughs) she's got two water, one air. So you're here to be at your highest road, the poet, (gasps) taking the things that are just so intangible that you just feel and giving voice to it. Connecting your head and your heart would be like a, a, a mad way to use those skills. Oh my gosh! Are you? Do you write poetry? 
I should. I, I like to write. I don't do it enough. I think I'm so focused on my career. Oh, so what is your career? Um, real estate. Okay. Well, did you notice when you said it, your energy dropped? You think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Called herself out. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm trying to make the transition into getting into more of my projects. Oh, good. Okay. My own projects. And that's pro- maybe that's where that comes from. Yeah. And I think you should take creative writing classes. I think you should start writing poetry. I mean, because seriously, I absolutely do. I agree 100% with Karen. And I, I, the funny thing that what people don't know, and Karen, and please feel free to join whenever you want to, is that when you start to play with your magnificence, the universe helps you. It's the weirdest thing. Good things happen. It keeps roller coasting. You get really cool opportunities. Like it just, would you agree with that? Amen. I, I thought she was crazy when I first heard her say that, but then I actually tried it and I'm like, like, you know, that, that life commercial, Hey Mikey, he likes oh, it. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And I'm like, I'm like a Marie mandatory convert. <laughs> so even though you haven't written a lot, but you love writing, which is a perfect sign, you know, I, I really think you should seriously consider it. It is interesting because I do enjoy writing. I haven't thought of poetry but just more life stories or whatever anything creative creative. and just because with that sun in Pisces you know you can transcend you can kind of tap into the mystical magical so just allowing yourself to be inspired and however that comes out because with that Gemini moon your emotional body loves to talk about things and think about things and change your perceptions and be curious about the world and wonder and with that rising cancer, oh, my God, you hold the world in your arms and your heart and you nurture and you love. So you could write stories that could help people get in touch with their emotional bodies in such a beautiful, magical way. Okay. Okay. You got it, right? <laughs> that's fun. And Thank this, you. Thanks for the direction. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. And that's why you called, right? It is. Yeah. It is. It's perfect. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. And let us know, you know, what happens. We can't wait to hear You'll about it. You'll have me on, I'm sure. Yes. yes I Sam. love it. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Sam, for joining the show. Uh, she could send us her book of poems. Oh, love it. <laughs> love it. A good thing. Uh, let's take now Meg calling in from the Virginia area. Hi, Meg. Hi, Benny. Thank you so much for taking my call. Hi, Marie. Hi, Karen. I'm so Hi. excited to be with you today. And Karen, we share the same North Node and South Node. Um, so that's really exciting. I've got a lot of Libra and Aries in my chart. Sunshine in Libra and Ascendant and Moon in Aries. Wow. Oh, so we have a lot of fire, too. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, so those eclipses are going to massively affect her. Yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if this April, the, yeah, these, this last set, what did anything kind of change or shift in your, in your, like the way you feel oh about God. things or your identity or? Um, I'm in the process of buying a new house. Wow. <laughs> One of the reasons why I called because it's a lot of change and it's kind of a scary time uh, to be doing this um, but i feel good about it and i'm just wondering what you're seeing marie i've been doing a lot of work on myself well actually when you were talking about the house thing i just saw a glimpse of myself i, I have been cleaning <laughs> and moving furniture for weeks i'm like uh, i'm partially exhausted and partially like i can't believe don't be scratching those new floors though uh, no, I got engineered flooring. It's perfect. Just yeah, it's amazing. But but because uh, Jen and I actually had to move in a bunch of my furniture into my house. She's she, she's stronger than I am. That's for sure. She's a but beast. I was, <laughs> she's actually a very. She's mean on camera. Person, she gives you throw tall, the guns. Show the right? guns. Uh, but I'm so shocked because I kept we're picking up these huge pieces of furniture, right? And I'm like, uh, okay, Jen, I can't believe I'm. Are you okay? You know, like it was kind of like that. So I've been because I had to move all the furniture out of the house and I had to move some of the furniture in, and now they're they're not even done. They have to come back and do like five more projects. So I can I can tell you're working like a dog right now, but I do think it's like I, I think things are exploding into your consciousness because it's also a nice distraction for you because you probably overthink and analyze a lot of things, especially with some Libra stuff going on. I, Libra men are really like that. They overthink till the cows come home. They can be exhausting, actually. Karen's smiling right now, so she obviously <laughs> knows something more than what I know. Uh, so I think you're unearthing your jewels, like you're excavating, as Karen oh, described I love earlier. That. Oh, so make notes. Take notes of everything that's going on so you don't forget it, so you can remember, because this is when we're getting inspired. And if I remember well, Karen, aren't we more psychic right now? 
We're psychic every day. Girl. <laughs> but but the other thing is too, eclipses. The the story unfolds over like the next ninety days too, Ooh. and and some eclipses have like a, like a twenty seven month pattern. So like, so what's starting right now is something that can just kind of just watch the evolution and watch what surprising, amazing things happen in your life because you're open to this. It feels like you're open to this. You're you're feeling brave to me. So you're you're embracing that warrior energy of Aries, where it's like. I have all this courage. What am I going to do with it? I'm going to do something amazing. <laughs> so like, you know, just like really trust in that and do and make sure that you're moving your body, make sure you're moving your energy in a way that so you're doing a lot of work too, but also like the joy that you need to have to keep sustaining yourself and keep, you know, that your chakra, the first chakra healthy and keeping that fear out of the way and just embracing the love and the joy. Exciting. It's a really great time for you. I'm thrilled for you. And I'm happy you're buying a house. This is like kind of like a good time because not everybody's out on the market right now trying to buy. And the interest rates <laughs> will come down eventually. So um, so I think it's a great idea. That was smart of you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you both so very much. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank Have you. a great day. Yeah, thanks, Meg, for joining the show. Uh, let's see here. 877-825-8828. And we'll take now uh, Christina, who's calling in from the Portland Aurea. Oh, Oregon. Aurea. Or, oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, you know why you're saying this? Because, Area, Oregon. Because Same K- thing. Karen and her husband, <laughs> Mitch, considered moving to Portland, Oregon. Oh. Which, of course, I would have loved because we're only like three and a half hours away from each other. You know, not multiple airplane rides away from each other. Um, so, yeah, I think your heart actually belongs in Portland. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I think it's great. Not far. Yeah. Christina, hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, Hi Um, I was calling in because I just lost my job this week, and I'm kind of at this weird place where I'm thinking of new careers that are possible and also completely panicked about <laughs> having a job. Um, and I just was wondering if you could see anything I'm trying to figure out like what sounds good what I like and trying to follow that and it just feels like really hard to kind of figure out what what would work for me I'm a I'm a graphic designer and I've been doing it for like 14 years and I like aspects of it but I'm basically haven't loved any of my last five graphic design jobs which is a sign you know you know I've Karen and I were talking as over breakfast this morning um, that I'm re- redu- I have been reducing my client load for a couple of years now, but my plan is not to see clients um, probably in 2025. And it's because it's not bringing me the joy that it used to. That's always the universe communicating to us. It's saying you need to do something else now. It's not a bad thing to other people. It seems like a bad thing. You know, they get surprised and shocked, like, oh, you, you've, you're a graphic designer. You're talented at this. You should be doing it. No, if it's not making you happy, the universe has something else for you. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you. So it's good for you to take a sabbatical. And, and what I want you to do is don't be focused on what works because it will work. In other words, what is next will work, but your mind will not understand it. It won't make any sense. And when people wait for their logical mind to agree, that's a long wait. That could take years for the mind to go, I guess we could do this and it'll be okay. No, you just have to actually go out there, look at the things that you do privately, personally, that make you happy. Like I was someone who always read about psychics. I never had a psychic reading or an astrology reading until I was 40, ever. Never had any of those. But I would read books about psychics and mediums. I always thought they were fascinating. I was very, you know, enamored by them. But I never even ventured out to even have a reading until I started to open up. Um, So look at what you do personally, what brings you joy, because that's where the secret sauce is. And do you happen to know any aspects of your astrology? Uh, I'm a Leo and I cannot remember all of my stuff. I, I, I've looked it up. Um, I think the 11th, uh, I can't remember. That's okay. But, but, you know, knowing that you're a Leo, that's a fixed sign. There's a lot of stuff going down the fixed signs lately. So this is your, this is kind of like you're, you're queued up. And, you know, you've got the little lottery ball flipping around in there. And there's going to go, and it's going to put up a ball for you. And it's like, hey. So change is not something you super, super love. Um, fixed signs tend to like like stability and sustainability, like to put down roots. But, hey, you lost your job last week. That's an eclipse thing. So now it's kind of like, okay, well, this is, this is, this is universe, like Marie just said. 
saying, hey, there's something better out there for you. So trusting in that, feeling in it. And then when you talk about manifestation, what would be the job? You didn't like the last five jobs you did with, with graphic design. So mm. what would what would you feel like if you were doing the job that you loved and feel it right now? And word on the streets, that's what, I mean, this is exactly what Maria yeah. teaches. So it's like when you feel that, that's going to attract that back to you so you can explore something in a brand new way. So change maybe not is the most comfortable thing for you, but this is like your opportunity to kind of step into this change. And with Jupiter and Taurus, believe in your abundance. Believe in the fact that you can be productive. Believe in your self-worth. And look for those opportunities that are shiny or sparkly to you that you feel confident about embracing that change with. Uh, so fantastic. I love all of that. I love, love. I love this opportunity. That word was magical, you know, because it, I think that resonates with you. You like opportunities. And so when you realize yeah. like this is a good thing, this is an opening. So what do you like to do when you're not, you know, designing? <laughs> when I'm not designing, I love, love learning about psychology. I like going out on hikes. I like hanging out with my friends. I, I enjoy family time. I love being by the water. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, like, I like learning about how people think. Yeah. I like, I like. Yeah. So, so we already know, you know, I think you should consider, you know, either becoming a therapist, but a modern, energetic, aware therapist or a coach. I think that that's where you, I, I can just feel this one-on-one kind of energy that you would absolutely love and thrive through. How do you feel about that? I I think um I think it feels good. I think yeah. I mean, I like the idea of it. I also just can't quite see it. Um, yeah, and don't even think about going back to school. Don't think about that. You know, you could actually go and take a coaching program and take other different certifications. Because I don't want you to actually study uh, Freud. I mean, that's a mistake. Nobody <laughs> should be studying Freud in any educational system when it comes to helping people heal. That's a waste of time and energy, and it's it, it's not healthy. That's crazy. So, I, I so st- start putting your feet into the water. You know about that. Start looking around. Start seeing if there's glimmering light about that, and 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 see if you start to because the universe supports us when we start to look in the direction of of our magnificence. So start to investigate that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I think you're going to be financially fine. I'm not worried at all. So please okay. don't worry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Okay, thank you. Have a great day. Yeah, bye. Thanks, Christina, for joining from the Portland, Oregon area. See, I can get it that was exciting. You know, just she just has this amazing, kind of lovely way to connect with people, and she loves that watery energy, which is emotions. And oh, wow, I mean, now she has a whole new career path. Yeah, yeah. And then I think for designing, consider designing um, the covers of books for authors. I think that that could be something you do on your own. That could be really fun and cool. Yeah, like some freelance stuff. Yeah. But she finds a special niche in. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right. We'll travel over to uh, Brooklyn, and we have Machi joining Ooh. us. Hi, Machi. Hi, Jenny. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. I am so grateful to have gotten through. I've had readings with both Marie and Karen. Yeah, and, we um, know you. I think I know Matchy. Yeah, you do. She's gorgeous, by the yeah. way, guys. Gorgeous. You can't see her, but she's gorgeous. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, you two queens. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking to you right now. I am, what should I do? Should I tell you my um, my chart, a little bit of my chart to start with that? Um, okay, sun sign is Scorpio. Moon is Virgo and rising is Gemini. Oh, wow. So you got a little bit of everything going on in there. I love it. That, that's an active. I, and again, I'm not an astrologer, but that feels like an active chart. Does that make sense, Karen? Oh, for sure. I mean, <laughs> she's got Mercury. I don't know if you know where your Mercury is, but both your moon yeah. and your rising sign are ruled by Mercury. So oh. I'm thinking that you've got, you can think about things in a beautiful way, very interesting perception, but there's, I mean, yes, you've got the, you've got water, earth, and air, and here is your three elements. Wow. So you have a lot of things to pull from. Wow. So do you have a question we can help you with? Well, um, it's always the same question. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure what? I know what it, well, yeah, what am I supposed to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, am I, um, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? I, am I on the path? Am I? Um, have I closed my eyes to something that's right in front of me that I don't quite 
no one to open them yet. Did, did we say there was um, Virgo in there somewhere? Yeah. I mean, this is a Virgo very moon. Virgo. I, I have a Virgo moon, um, but I don't okay. spend that much time in, in that kind of space. Maybe my fire or my, I have a grand um, trine in water. So it allows my intuition to maybe override my Virgo. Now, if you saw my room occasionally, like right now it's spotless, but my room can look like a teenager's room, literally, you know, <laughs> clothes everywhere, tea and coffee cups, you know, and, and that's so I'm like, where's the Virgo in this? You know, <laughs> But it's that Virgo. It's like it's telling her it's kind of peeing on her a little bit. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, so with with the Virgo energy, you have an amazing capacity for discernment. Um, There's a real drive to culture, a skill that helps people because ultimately Virgo wants to be of service. They want to be of skillful service. So it feels like to me, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I on on the right path? It's kind of like this, this worry or fretting about am I hitting the right notes? Am I missing anything? Maybe the opposite way could be Look at all the amazing things I'm doing to cultivate love and joy and beauty and healing in the world. And whatever brings you joy that because it's almost like I don't if you're not quite in the flow, you're worrying about something. So the more that you're doing the things that you love and that bring you joy, um, the less time you're going to think, am I doing this right? Because you're going to be loving what you're doing. Right. So do you love what you do? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So that's the answer. So I think. If she could stop the worrying, because that actually slows down manifesting. You know, if all of us were to look at an area of our life where we want it to change and we know what we want and we're putting all this effort into manifesting, but it's the mind that keeps tripping us up. We keep worrying about it. Then we slow it down. We stop it. We, and then you, you get your energy back up and you get back into the flow. But before you even like launch, we start to worry again. It slows it down again. We lower our vibration and the thing disappears or it's not as visible as it was before. So if you could disrupt your brain, and I recently thought of a, a really fun way to do that, is to focus on white noise. So when your mind, when you're awake and conscious and about your day and your mind starts to go, think of, pay attention to the sounds of motor vehicles if you're hearing traffic near you or the air conditioner or anything that's kind of mechanical because the brain will focus on that and quiet it down and relax it. Or turn on some white noise from YouTube on your phone and just listen to it for a few moments because so you can recalibrate and get out of that worrying, slow kind of manifesting energy. And a positive oh. what if question yeah. like, what if I'm doing everything right? Ooh, I love that. That's a really good one. Uh, I think we're going to be putting that up on, um, yeah, thanks, Karen. That's a really, really, really good, what if I'm doing everything right? <gasps> oh, okay. So the answer okay. is you're happy. So yes, you are, you're, you're, you, you hit it. Yeah, you're there. And it can continue to grow and manifest and be even more incredible than it is right now for you as your mind quiets and takes a backseat. Okay. What if I'm doing everything right? Thank yeah, you. that's yeah. a great one. Well, good so job. And really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. Thanks very much, Machi. How about one more before? All right. We can sneak in one more, and it's Daniel calling in from the Virginia area. Hi, Daniel. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hopefully you can hear me okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hi, Daniel. I know you. Yes, and (laughs) I always appreciate your input, Marie, and I'm very, very happy and grateful I got through today. Yay. And you know your astrology, right? I only know I'm, I only remember that I'm a Virgo, August 31st, kind of a quintessential Virgo. I know, because I think you're an engineer of some type, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, great. So, I mean, that's that's a Virgo profession. Oh, yeah. For sure. So your question today? So I'm in the middle of making some pretty big changes in my life related to real estate and where I'm going to live in the future. And I've got an exit plan for quitting working later this year and taking a break for a while. But I'm so proud of thing, you, by the way. I'm so proud of you for leaving work and taking a sabbatical. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. But okay, go ahead, real estate thing. And you've been telling me to quit for a while, and I'm going to do it. <laughs> oh, I know. I remember. I remember. <laughs> He's got the plan all mapped out. Yeah, I know. I'm so it's happy. It's all mapped out. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, but real estate-wise, similar to an earlier caller, I, I'm looking at buying a house in Florida, and I'm selling a condo that I've owned near Seattle. And it feels good to me, but I'm just curious what my energy looks like and if it indicates I'm on, a right, on the right path or not. Do you have any thoughts, Karen? You know, you sound like a very, you know, confident, competent person. And I don't think that you would 
do a big decision like this without having because with Virgo you got to think it out right like does this make sense but my only question is does this bring you joy when you think about it did you love this place in Florida are you ready for something new and exciting I'm definitely looking for something new and different and there's a part of my tribe is big down here I don't love what's going on with Florida politics but there are a lot of people here that I share things with that I belong with, and there's no place that I feel like is perfect for me, but I do feel like this is a good thing. And I'm actually in Florida now, and I've been here a little over a week, and my energy to me feels really good. Well, mm-hmm. I think that's a really good sign, and I'm so glad Karen's here because I'm a little biased. I want you to move to Seattle. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I I love what you just said, that you've been there for a week, your energy's elevated, and things are going to change. I mean, we're moving into the Aquarian, the authentic Aquarian age, and, and that's the reason why everyone's ruffles are ruffled, their feathers are ruffled. Because we're making, we're going to be making a permanent change that's going to be affecting the world for many hundreds of years in a more compassionate, loving, inclusive, or accepting kind of energy, right? And bringing your energy down there is going to help. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, like if you're if you're more open minded and you have compassion in your heart, like you can help sparkle Florida up. Oh, that's really lovely. And if you don't like it, you can move again. You yes. know, like it's not the end of the world, right? Like. I think it's fun to have these kind of experiences, especially since you're quitting work and 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 you've been talking about Florida for a long time. So I think it's a good idea to go have an adventure, go figure it out, see what you love about it, see if it fits for you. And if not, you can go do something else. It's not the end of the world, right? Yep. Okay. Congratulations for taking a sabbatical from work. You have no idea how proud I am of you. Thank you very much. I'm always happy for your input. I'm so grateful. Oh, congratulations and happy, happy trails. Right. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, Karen, so we're, we're, we're getting close to the we're end down of our, to a minute. Oh, one minute. What could you tell everyone to help them to navigate our next eclipse cycle? Mm, um, you know what? Uh, I think, I think knowing that if you believe the universe really has your back, and that you are being called to stand in your independence and yet work with other people. Like like holding space for yourself and everyone else, how does that look in a healthy, balanced way? So in October 14th and 28th, those will be the eclipse season will kind of open up relational and leadership and, you know, um, you know how, do I, how do I do the we? So just I love it. That was beautiful. The universe has your back. Don't forget that and count on it. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much, Karen. It was lovely to have you. Where can people find you? Uh, Stardust.guru. Stardust.guru. Yeah, Stardust.guru. That's my website. Okay. (laughs) Stardust.guru. Okay. Go have a reading with Karen. She's amazing. Uh, Bye-bye for now. Thank you. Thank you.